In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Give up. I know, I was looking down the, the wash and I didn't even see it. ¿Cuánto llevan viajando? They've been out here two days. Who are they waiting for? Se perdieron. They said that they're lost. They said that they're waiting for uh, Border Patrol to pass by to pick them up, but they haven't passed by. Border Patrol doesn't come out here. Dice que la migra no pasa por aquí. No. No. Was a coyote? I don't know. Se fue. They left you? Do you speak English? A little bit. So the, the coyote left you? Yeah. How far did you come from? Where? Yeah. From Mexico, right here. From Nogales. All right, I'll, I'll call. Okay, I'll, thank you. I'll call Border Patrol. Thank you. Where are you going? Where are we going? To Arizona, Phoenix. Phoenix? Yeah. And then where are you staying in Phoenix? Guatemala. Guatemala, Guatemala. Oh, yeah, you're Mexico. How many in the group when you first started? Uh, eight. eight yeah. So some of them continued? Yeah. And you've been waiting here for two days? Yeah. What were you going to do if you uh, nobody came? Uh, we want to walk. We want to You walking at night or? Yeah. So you re uh, at Yeah, they usually don't. I mean, 
down here it's they're so stretched on all the other places oh, okay. it's rare they come down yeah <laughs> trump trump you're trump hey i love it he saw my shirt so he uh he saw my shirt gave me thumbs up for trump no biden huh no biden no biden no biden huh yeah no communismo no no socialismo so it's just like that they're sitting there waiting under the tree now they're they got separated this they, they had a group of eight got separated from their group uh she got, started feeling sick uh one of them hurt his knee and so they got separated from the group now they're waiting here they've been waiting two days hoping to see border patrol they have not they've been on this road heading down to the border have not seen they've been in this spot for two days they said have not seen border patrol uh this is this is how prevalent this is now the other part of the group is still making their way into the United States. These guys decided to give up. They know they're going to be deported. And uh, she said she's not going to do it again. These guys said, don't do it. But, you know, this is what you see down here. It's just never ending. And we got a group. Looks like they... So there you go. They knew. They know they're going to be deported. And, and that's what Ben and Anthony did. They, uh, they, they, they got Border Patrol down there. And uh, from, what the, from what they understand is those, those individuals that were right there were deported and so that's good news but the sad news is regular people it's look we either have a country or we don't and we have to have a border to have country i get it and i'm all for securing the border but that doesn't make it any less sad that these people and these children are making this treacherous journey stranded there by coyotes for the last two days in that heat. They were going to Phoenix, Arizona. That's where they were headed. Big shout out Carrie Lake there for what she's going to do when she becomes governor. My point in all this is, look, I'm me feeling sorry for them does not trump the fact uh, or my opinion of they need to go back. And I'm glad they did. And she said she won't make the journey again but left there by coyotes, paid the coyotes, paid the cartel, left there by them, left there for two days waiting for somebody to come and take them, and they end up getting deported back anyway. At least, from what we understand, they were deported back. But at the same time, what a terrible life. And they were coaxed here by the Biden administration. That must be understood. They were coaxed here and arms wide open from the Biden administration, stranded there by cartel coyotes. And who knows how long they would have been there? Who knows how long they would have uh, been stranded there, starved, died, whatever, walked, been killed, been trafficked, if it wasn't for Ben and his team. So they should be thanking God that Ben and his team showed up there to at least help them out. And that means shipping them back. Come through the front door. Stop coming through the back door. Stop coming through illegal points of entry. And you can come here and we'll accept you here. But the fact of the matter is the taxpayers don't have enough money to pay for their own selves and their own families and their own households. What makes you think that we have money to pay for you? Big shout out to Ben and all of his, uh, Ben and Anthony and everybody and Ben's whole team and the, uh, the entire RAV team for being down there. Folks, you're locked and loaded here on Live from America. Thank you for joining in today. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving, 
no producer having host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And that's right, I have no producer today because he decided he wanted to go on a vacation. What kind of a loser decides they want to go on vacation when there's a war to be fought? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. A much-deserved uh, much deserved time off for our producer, Eli Ellis. And if it's only one day during the week, uh, well, then you know what? I'll have to, I'll have to honor that. And you know what? Uh, I'd like to have one myself, but unfortunately, the news does not stop. So Eli is not here today. So I, I'm, I'm solo today. I'm riding solo today. Uh, so if I screw anything up, uh, then, uh, then you can let me have it. It's, it's, it's not easy to run everything, uh, solo. Although I've trained myself to do that. I haven't had to do it in quite some time. So, uh, uh, we'll let Eli know when he comes back that we love him. Thank you, Amy. God bless you. God bless you. Oh no. AMC Renault, my Filipino wife. Uh, I did not see that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it, 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 it's it's difficult. Uh, not I, I've definitely grown to rely on on Eli. Uh, so I'm here while he's not. So we'll let him have it when he comes back. Anyway, ladies, <laughs> thank you for the thank you for the rumble rants. Uh, maybe I'll use them to uh, to get some uh, family time this weekend. Anyway, folks, I want to say a prayer for Danny Ring. I got some. Uh, I got a prayer request for Danny Ring, who's going through some tough times right now, spinal infection and all that as well. So big prayers. To Danny Ring, okay? We will get this out the way, Jeremy. Now, Jeremy, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you button for Eli? Exactly. Uh, prayers for Danny Ring. Again, Eli is not here. And I want to thank you guys, all, all the donors. I want to I jump in and thank some of the donors here real quick who donate on JeremyHerald.com. So uh, so many of them that I, don't, uh, that, I, that I don't get to every day. But Zena... Macius, thank you very much. Patricia and Murray Campbell, God bless you guys for your monthly donations. Uh, Patricia and Murray Campbell donated $500, folks. A one-time $500 donation. And I want to say thank you very much. Thank you. Scotty Branham for your monthly donation. Thank you. Harold Traeger, Trinity Brandstetter, God bless you. Brian Neenhuis, Kristen Donovan, thank you. How are the boys? Still have the uh, present they sent me right up out there. Pamela Davis, thank you. Michelle Joyce, God bless you. Betty Witt, Cheryl Klein, Rebecca Johnson, and Kathy Hansen. Cam Butler, Patty Smith, Melissa Teixeira, Gaynell and, Joy- Gaynell and Joyce, Ruby Hines, Brittany Fink, Amy Wagner, Marlene O'Leary, and Charles Garby. God bless you, and thank you very much for your donations to keep the show going. I would ask all of you, since Eli's not here, to remind you to please, please, please rumble the video as soon as you come in. And if you're watching on Getter, please repost the video. And if you're watching here on Rumble, please grab the link and repost. And just a reminder, folks, from now until Saturday night, midnight, you get a free CD with every purchase on the LFA store on JeremyHarrell.com, which you can see right there. And not only that, we're throwing in some extra gifts this week for anybody who purchases. So you might, uh, you might see some extra gifts inside your box, courtesy of LFA. Let's go to the Lord, folks. Let's get to the Lord's Prayer. And uh, not the Lord's Prayer. First, the newsletter, and then the Lord's Prayer. And I said, titled this, The World Hates You. And that is a good thing. Now, it doesn't sound like a good thing, does it? I know, I know. But the world hates you, and that's a good thing. 
It's Friday, folks. We made it through another week, and the USA is still standing, believe it or not, and that is a blessing. You are here watching this right now. You are alive. That is a blessing. No need to say, yes, it's true, but, because we all know butts are for farting. Seriously, though, it's a great, it's great to get through another week with you guys, another week closer to making America great again, and more importantly, closer to our salvation and our ultimate trip back home to Jesus in the place that he has prepared for us. Thank you for your support, both spiritually and financially. And just a quick reminder, like I said, anybody who purchases from now until Saturday at midnight will get a free autographed Armor of God CD and a couple gifts. Verse of the day today, John 15, 18 through 20. Not 1 John, not 2 John, just John in the Gospels. Verse 15, 18 through 20. If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world... Therefore, the world hates you. Remember the word I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. And of course, that was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who said that to his disciples. Hatred is such an ugly, cancerous thing. And it's fueled so many people in this world and currently in this country today. What we have to do is not let counter-hatred consume us. We truly have to pray for the ones consumed by hatred and want them to seek the Lord. We must love them as hard as that is to do. And that means those purple-haired freaks walking Uh, The walking definition of hatred in the streets, calling you a racist, white nationalist. That means the the ones who lie, cheat, and steal. That means the ones that kill babies and steal elections. If we are of this world, then they would accept you and not lash out at you. But that would mean that you have succumbed to their ways of life. Jesus tells us that if they hate you, then he chose you that is why they want you dead they cannot stand the sound of the gospel they cannot stand the sight of Jesus' name it's because they do not want to be judged convicted and changed like a mold or a festering disease they allow themselves to become more consumed with sin and hatred and multiply their sinful ways who will help them if not for you Who will rid them of demons if not for the Christian? I know what I'm saying is hard to accept. It is for me too. However, it's the way Jesus wants us to live. And hatred towards us, no matter how much good we do, is all part of the journey. But it's a great journey and I am honored to do my best to finish it and go rest in the place that he has prepared for me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's hard to do, folks, but we can do it together, reminding each other every day that that is the way Jesus wants us to live.
Let's go to the Lord now in the Lord's Prayer, all of us together in one LFA family voice, from your lips to his ears, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Remember, folks. You are not of this world. You are of heaven. You are a child of God. Do not succumb to the hate. Do not have counter hate. Just stand firm. Let people know the truth and then move on. Amen. All right, folks, here we go. First and foremost of the day, please lift your cups up. Let's have our first slurp. And that's going to be a loud slurp because it is Friday. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, folks, we've got a lot of good news today. So I want to preface the, uh, the video with telling you we've got a lot of good news. I will ask everybody watching on Getter to repost. We want to get this out on Getter as much as absolutely possible. But we are not going to start out with good news. Well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. But the Republican Party and the Republican National Committee, headed up by Ronna McDaniel and literally the leadership party of Kevin McCarthy, and Mitch McConnell have threatened President Donald J. Trump. They have threatened your president, and they have threatened my president, and they have threatened their rightful president. And the RNC, the Republican National Committee, and the GOP, the grand old party, said that if President Trump announces that he is running for president in 2024 then the grand old party, which is not even relevant anymore in my book, and the Republican National Committee will no longer pay any legal fees for President Donald J. Trump. And you know what I say? Good. We don't need you. We never needed you. We're coming for you. And we don't want any of your dirty, rhino, disgusting money anyways. We will make sure President Trump has all the money he needs to fight off any legal battles from not only the swamp donkey, dirty, sewer-dwelling Democrats, but right there alongside with the uniparty, Republican-in-name-only scumbags. And we know every one of your names, and we have every one of your uh, uh, campaigns marked and bullseyed, and we are going to get rid of you. But that doesn't stop me from reporting the story. So let me do that now. The GOP elites won't turn over the party to President Trump without a fight. And they're going to get more vicious than they did in 2016, but that's okay because they don't have the guts and we've got the glory. They tried to stop him every step of the way, but they can't because he represents we the people. And the power of this country has always been and will always be within we the the people, and his base is just too damn big, period. GOP leaders turned their, uh, turned their, uh, turned the other way when the 2020 election was stolen from President Donald J. Trump, and if you remember, Ronna McDaniel and the Swamp Donkey GOP 
We're, con- we're still running campaign ads in President Trump's name. And each one of you, more than likely, had got a robocall once a week from the Republican National Committee begging for money in Trump's name. But yet now they want to threaten him like this. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say something to you, and I want to say something to you right now. First of all, you can't beat God. Second of all, you can't beat Trump. Put them together, ladies and gentlemen, and you've got a blessed Make America Great Again movement that will not be stopped. And it won't be stopped by the dirty Democrats. It won't be stopped by the rhino Republicans. It won't be stopped by both of them put together. It won't be stopped by Xi Jinping in China. It will not be stopped by the CCP. It will not be stopped by Vladimir Putin. It won't be stopped by the EU. And it sure as hell is not going to be stopped by these scumbag losers that have stole this country. We're coming for it. And when we take it back, you'll see justice in the form of justice that you have never even thought was possible. Choo-choo, baby, because that train is coming. They're not going, they can't stand President Trump, folks. They can't stand him, and they can't stand you. They like their, they want to hold on to their power at the local level, at the state level, and at the federal level. They have the rest of the party scared to do what is right, scared to dig in to the 2020 election. And to work from preventing it from ever happening again. Because what I told you is that these rhinos are the Democrats' pets. They're like their little poodles. And they love being controlled. They love being lorded over. And they love being pets to the Democrat Party. Corrupt actors have invaded the Republican Party at all levels. And that's why we call them rhinos. Many of these individuals are Democrats who literally just pretended to be Republicans to get into the party. And they absolutely hate Trump and they hate his base and they hate this grand new party. I hope President Trump responds to him, but as of right now, he's not said a word. But now the GOP threatening President Donald J. Trump and they will not pay his legal fees if he runs. Do you want to know why they said they're doing it? Because they want to go on with their tradition in the GOP of being neutral for all of its candidates. Let me read you what that scumbag Ronna McDaniel, look, we got to get rid of the Micks, folks, the McDonald's, the McChinas, and the uh, McConnells, the MCs. Get rid of them. Ronna McDaniel spelled out the stance in an interview saying the party has to stay neutral, and I'm not telling anybody to run or not to run in 2024, but we can't favor one candidate over another. Shut your mouth. That's exactly what I'd say to her. If I got five minutes alone with Ronna McDaniel, I would do four minutes and 55 seconds of talking, and I would allow her to speak for five. And that has nothing to do with her being a woman. That has nothing to do with me being a man. That is everything with me having a spine, courage, and determination, and her having none of those those things that I just mentioned. And that's the only reason I wouldn't let her scumbag mouth open for five seconds. I am so sick and tired of these people not falling in line, shutting their mouth, knowing their role, and getting lock in step behind all of us. So, in the proverbial famous words of President Donald J. Trump, For all of you GOP losers out there who rode him when you wanted to and target him when it suits you, you're fired. Get used to hearing those words 
because it's coming quicker than you know. Now, speaking of somebody who's fighting on our team, speaking of somebody who is not a rhino, that is Trump-endorsed gubernatorial candidate in the state of Arizona, Miss Carrie Lake. She's not only exposed her very, very rich rhino opponent, Karen Robson, over the last week and a half, two weeks. She's also exposed Doug Ducey, and now she's exposed Mike Judas Pence. When you've got these three rhinos fighting one little old Carrie Lake, and they can't even gain ground on her to save their lives, that lets you know that not only is MAGA alive and well, but the Republican Party has been hijacked as we know it. I want to report on two stories here. Number one of them you know about, but some people still do not know about what Karen Robson did to the elderly, so we're going to lump that in with this story. Trump endorsed Carrie Lake, exposes Pence-endorsed candidate Karen Robson for possibly unreported campaign flights on her husband's private jet. The Doug Ducey and Mike Pence-endorsed establishment pick for Arizona Governor Karen Taylor Robson is coming under fire again for potentially illegal use of her husband's private million-dollar jet on campaign stops across the state. Karen Robson is running for Arizona governor against Carrie Lake, in case you didn't know. And she's got a very shady marriage with her multi-million dollar husband, Ed Robson. She's also donated thousands of dollars to elect liberal Democrats up and down the ballot in Arizona for years and years. Robson was caught scamming elderly Americans for cash despite her already massive wealth. Karen's fake phony fundraising scheme misled senior citizens to believe that they were supporting a cause like President Trump's True Social app, but they were actually signing up for reoccurring donations to Robson's gubernatorial campaign. This right here is what the Republican Party has been doing with President Donald J. Trump. They have been raising millions and millions of dollars using him to do it, all the way up until this week, and they're going to threaten President Donald J. Trump to not pay any more legal fees? You losers. And we've got your numbers. It appears she was caught again, this time taking illegal, unreported trips. Now, when you're on a campaign, there are very strict campaign finance laws and very very strict campaign laws that you are to adhere to or else your campaign should be deemed null and void. But she's taking unreported trips, that means not logging these trips, up and down Arizona on her private jet to save her from short drives, 15, 20-minute drives around the state for events. And Trump-endorsed MAGA firebrand candidate Carrie Lake released the following video, which I'm about to show you, some of you have already seen, exposing Robson's unethical and possibly illegal behavior and calling on law enforcement to investigate this. First of all, let's go to the video, if we can, of, the, uh, of Carrie Lake exposing her very shady raising money in Trump's name deal. But really, it's just reoccurring donations to this already rich, scumbag, wealthy rhino. Check this out. Imagine having the means to call in a private jet so you wouldn't have to make a 15 or 20 minute drive and then still deciding to dupe senior citizens out of their retirement money in a phony fundraising scheme. 
That's my opponent. That's the type of person we're up against right now. New reports show that Karen Taylor Robeson has routinely taken unreported private flights on her husband's corporate jets. If her billionaire husband has given her a blank check to run for office and she and her team are jet setting on private planes, why did Karen Robeson need to trick Americans out of their hard earned money? Karen was busted for sending out predatory fundraising text messages telling senior citizens that they were donating to build the wall or help President Trump get his social media platform up and running. When in fact, these patriotic citizens, thousands upon thousands of them, had their bank accounts drained with monthly donations to Crooked Karen, a woman none of them even know. Law enforcement should look into her unethical, predatory fundraising scheme right away. Someone that unethical and cruel should never be allowed in any public office. Our grassroots populist movement rejects that kind of corrupt elitism in politics. Our donors are real. They're hardworking Arizonans who want real solutions to our problems and a true Trump-endorsed conservative. And that's why we are poised for a landslide win. But we need your help. Get out and vote and take a friend. On August 2nd, we the people are voting to take back our government here in Arizona. You gotta love her, man. You gotta love her. You gotta love her fight. You gotta love her grit. You gotta love her tenacity. President Trump endorsed her for a reason. And I urge President Donald J. Trump to stop endorsing losers like Mehmet Oz and cowards like David Perdue and start endorsing candidates like that. Now, I know President Trump has endorsed many candidates like this. And he's been... Uh, pro President Trump's biggest problem is he listens to the losers around him. And I wish he wouldn't. Because we wouldn't be losing... Uh, we wouldn't be losing to Governor Kemp in Georgia if it wasn't for uh, cowards like David Perdue. And you think Mehmet Oz is going to win anything in, in, in Pennsylvania? He's going to need all the help he can get. Maybe he can call on Allah since he's a Muslim. Maybe he can pray to Allah, face the West, whatever it is way you face. Face Mecca. Pray to Allah that you win. But if you do win, know that it wasn't Allah that had a darn thing to do with it. He couldn't even make the wind blow one way or another. It was President Trump that, that got you your win, sir. Unbelievable. Now, I want to go, I want to stay with Carrie Lake here for a minute because there's something else uh, that she, that she, uh, that she has uncovered, ladies and gentlemen, and that is Doug Ducey. Where, where's, I got to, I got to find this video. Give me a second here. Give me a second here because I have this, uh, I have this. Video of Doug Ducey as well. Hold on here a second. Maybe Okay, here it is. All right, check this out, folks. Go ahead. Let's play this. Here we go. I'm so used to telling Eli to go ahead, but I've got to do it. So it makes it a little difficult today. ...purposes against Governor Doug Ducey, who's flying around a taxpayer-funded and owned jet to do campaign stops with my rhino opponent. And that's improper. And that's most likely illegal, and we're going to file a complaint. He needs to pay that money back. Karen Robeson needs to pay the money back. She's flying around on our Arizona state plane to do a bunch of campaign stops, and the people won't have that kind of behavior anymore. So you are going to be filing a complaint in that regard? Yes, I'm hoping it will be coming down today. 
Okay, and so uh, it's really well- unconscionable that our governor. Think about this: our governor Doug Ducey, who's doing absolutely nothing on the border while we're overrun by drugs and cartels and people are flooding in. He's doing nothing to protect us. He's putting more energy into trying to defeat this amazing movement we have of we the people in Arizona in order to get his rhino friend in office. He's putting more energy into that than I've seen him put energy into anything in seven and a half years. I wish he'd put just a tiny bit of that energy into protecting us and making sure that this border is secure. And he does have the power to do that. He, he doesn't have the spine to do it, but he has the power to do it. And when I'm in office in January, we're going to start securing that border. There you go. So it's not only um, uh, Karen Robeson uh, using illegal planes and and, and fundraising in President Donald J. Trump's name uh, and and scamming elderly people out of their, uh, you know, their very limited paychecks. But now you've got the governor, the active governor, Doug Ducey, using taxpayer money on a tax-paid, a taxpayer-funded state plane to campaign for Karen Robeson. Arizonans, August 2nd, next week, get out there and vote heavy for all Trump-endorsed candidates. By the way, we've got Wendy Rogers coming back on tonight to talk to her about this and her race as well. But big shout out to Carrie Lake. I think she is going to be, uh, she is going to be the, uh, the the governor Ron DeSantis of the West Coast. Uh, she's going to be the first Carrie Lake. We'll put it that way. But you understand what I mean. She's going to govern like that, and I'm absolutely all about it. I've got to move on. But first, before we do move on, because of her hard work, because of her tenacity, because of her never say die attitude, and because of the fact that she didn't let any of these losers. Ruin her campaign. Let's give Carrie the Smarty Award of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day today, Carrie Lake, Arizona gubernatorial candidate. And as you can tell, you can see how much I rely on uh, Eli. Everything's a little slower without him but that's okay we're moving forward now we're going to stay with election fraud for a minute because there's oh by the way the only person that's going to stop Doug Ducey from illegally uh taking illegal taxpayer funded uh private campaign jets for uh Karen Robson by the way the ultimate Karen um the only person who's going to stop Karen Robson from uh scamming elderly out of their money and from using her husband's private jet and not reporting it is Michelangelo Bernovich. And we know where that scumbag stands as well. He's not going to do anything. So we're going to have to rely on, again, right here, folks. You rely on this, nothing is going to go wrong. We might lose a few battles, but we will always win the war. Amen? All right, let's move on. We need to go, uh, we need to go down to stay with election fraud here for a minute because that's what we're fighting and that's what Kerry's going to fight. And she is going to decertify the 2020 election, by the way, when she becomes governor. You watch it happen. Uh, We're going to stay with this election fraud for a minute. We're going to go down to New Mexico, um, where a county clerk has falsified pre-election machine certification records. We have the proof of it. And we know that the election was stolen in New Mexico, too. And we know that there hasn't been a microscope on 
New Mexico, or Nevada like there was Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia. Why? Because they're not considered battleground or swing states like the others. Doesn't mean we shouldn't have, uh, shouldn't have investigated them, and there are people out there that are. And maybe I've, la- maybe I've slacked on that a little bit. But we're going to go down to New Mexico now and talk about this. So let's get into this story. A whistleblower in New Mexico identified numerous issues with the certificates signed off on in the county that indicated that voting machines were in good order. The whistleblower's presentation was posted at the professor's record on Telegram. So if you have Telegram, while you're there, follow Live from America. But go and find the professor's record and you will find the whistleblower's presentation there as that's where I found it. Our audit partners across the state continue to hashtag stand in the gap at a Sandoval County Commissioner's meeting. Ramona details her findings after spending hours reviewing the pre-election certificates of the machines. 133 voting machines were uh, certificates were missing and the uh, missing the clerk's seal and at least three different people forged the clerk's signature on the certificates. Let me say that again. 133 voting machine certificates were missing the clerk's seal and at least three different people forged the clerk's signature on certificates. That is a felony. That's a felony. A, can- a complaint was filed with both the sheriff and the Sandoval Board of Ethics. Sandoval County Clerk Ann Brady Romero is called on to resign immediately. We have a transcript of the whistleblower's speech, and I'll read a little bit of it for you. Sandoval County Commissioner's meeting. Uh, the comments were made on the 27th. My name is Ramona Gouldsby, and I live in Sandoval County. I request all my comments be placed on public record. I would like to start out by saying I've been praying to God to reveal the things he finds unjust and immoral. God tells us to love even our enemies and pray for them, but there are times when he sets the example and turned over the money changers table. Today I am here to overturn the money changers table, as Jesus did in uh, the holy city. I spent four hours reviewing the pre-election certificates and tapes of the machines in Sandoval County. Three mail trays full, 133 machines. There was no county clerk's seal on any of the 133 certificates. 50 certificates were without a completion date. One had a tabulator technician signature dated November 13th, 2022, which we're not even there yet. The clerk did not sign 132 of the certificates, and at least three different people signed her signature on 131 of the machine certificates. It appears the tabulator ICE number H0180 certificate was forged and a criminal complaint has been filed with the county sheriff's office. Copies of the certificates and copies of the ethics complaint that were filed with the Secretary of State's Office and Ethics Board in Sandoval County were provided for the sheriff. The sheriff's case number is this. Now, this is good for all of you. You'll need to know this, okay? Please put this in the comment section on Rumble and Getter. 22-001136. 
That's the sheriff's case number in New Mexico. Again, 22-00136, okay? And let's pray to God, ladies and gentlemen, that this, much like all of these counties in these states who are calling for decertification and not recognizing Joseph uh, Robin, Joseph Recession Biden, J.R.B., uh, his, his uh, legitimacy as president. This will also continue to mount, and the evidence will be there. Now, the great thing about this is none of this happened in 2020. What do I mean by that? means we were too reactive and not proactive. We are seeing this stuff happen every single day now because we're getting to the bottom of it before it happens again. And I know there's a lot of discouraged people out there saying, hey, there's nobody in handcuffs. But look how much better off we are now than we were just two years ago. So we should thank God that we are proactive rather than reactive. Today's show is full of information that you're all going to need. So please pay attention. Please share. Now, we're going to move on from election stuff and campaign stuff, and we're going to go with what they're trying to put in place to steal elections in the future, and that is monkeypox. So let me drink a drink of my coffee before we move on. I'd like to see the numbers up on Rumble, so if I could have some help there by you Rumblers, I'd appreciate it. Here we go. The first major city in the United States has declared a state of emergency over monkeypox. Now, if I were to ask you, what major city in the United States of America has the most risk for an outbreak of monkeypox, and you knowing that monkeypox is spread mainly through anal sex, which city would you say it is? I will give you a minute while I take a drink. Oh, by the way, monkeypox is age 2.0. What city in the United States has the most risk of anal sex? I see everybody says New York. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the comments. So L.A., nope. New York, nope. Nope, those are not the cities. There it is, San Francisco. San Francisco, the most ambiguously gay city In the United States of America, outside of Provincetown, Rhode Island. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the city of anal sex. You got Philadelphia, which is the city of brotherly love. But San Francisco, the city of anal sex. More gay sex goes on in San Francisco than any other city in the world. And San Francisco Thursday declared a state of emergency over AIDS 2.0, monkeypox. And by the way, folks... It's not just gay sex. Stay away from anal sex and stay away from orgies, period. Stop having sexual immorality. Stay with one person and you'll never have to worry about it. But the mayor of the city of anal sex, San Francisco, has declared a state of emergency after the city reported, get this, ready, a whopping 261 cases of monkeypox. 261 cases and you're going to declare a state of emergency over 261 cases. It only tells me that they are ready for an influx of monkeypox because of all the gayness going on there. Anyway, let's give it to them. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day for those swamp donkey sewer-dwelling demon rats who love their anal sex in San Francisco. And the mayor there who sees a lot more coming. Yeah. 
So do I. The emergency declaration will take effect Monday. So for all those in San Francisco, you don't have to wear a face diaper anymore. You have to wear an actual diaper. Okay? You're not going to see a bunch of people walking around with face diapers on in 2023. You're going to see a bunch of people walking around with big bulges in their pants. And no, it is not what God gave them. They'll be wearing Depends. They'll be wearing actual diapers so that they don't catch monkeypox through the anus. Apparently. Wow, the mayor of San Francisco announced a legal state of emergency hour over a growing number of monkeypox cases, allowing officials to mobilize personal and re- <laughs> Oh, my Lanta. I can't even take this stuff seriously. Um, yes, butts are for farting. Great, great point, Eagle, Eagle Fight. I thought it said Eagle Fart there for a minute, but uh, maybe you should change your name to Eagle Fart. That'd be cool. Anyway, to mobilize personnel and resources and cut through red tape and get ahead of this public health crisis reminiscent of the AIDS epidemic that devastated the city 40 years ago. The declaration, which takes effect Monday, was welcomed by gay advocates who have grown increasingly frustrated by what they called San Francisco's lackluster response to a virus that so far has affected primarily men who have sex with other men. Although anyone can get affected, infected if they decide to go the sexual route that men do, which is in the anus. Again, the, six, the city has 261 cases out of about 800 in California and 4,600 nationwide. How much you want to bet that that 4,600 nationwide is in prominently Democrat blue cities? Bobby said it's not an exit. It's, an, it's not an entrance. It's an exit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Tucker said that. Tucker actually said that on air. I'm not going to say it on air, but Tucker said that. Not a public health crisis. It's a gay health crisis. Amen. I'm dying of laughter over here. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Anyway, folks, San Francisco. San Francisco. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. We're going to stay in California for a minute because we've actually got some good news coming out of California. And no, it's not wearing Depends. And it's not running with your hands covering your butt, running for your life so that you don't get monkeypox. No, 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 no. It's actually a lot better than that. It proves, ladies and gentlemen, that there is power in numbers. And it also proves if you needed any more proof in the world that all you have to do is not comply, this is it. And it's not in a red state. And it's not in a red city. It is in Los Angeles, folks. This is proof of power in numbers that all you have to do is not comply. Los Angeles County has dropped their plans to reimpose the mask mandate after Beverly Hills, Long Beach, and other cities push back on the COVID tyrants. Simply just saying, no, we will not wear your face diapers ever, ever, ever again. Los Angeles County dropped their plans to reimpose the indoor mask mandate, and this was reported by none other than the monkeypox at-risk Associated Press, if you get the joke there. According to the AP, COVID hospitalizations and cases have stabilized, so LA County decided to halt its plans to reimpose the mask mandate. 
That's a lie. The real reason why L.A. County has um, scratched the, pa- the plans to reimpose is because they still have Sheriff Villanueva there, who is telling them to stick their masks in the same place that they will get infected by monkeypox. And because Beverly Hills, Long Beach, Pasadena, and El Segundo have announced that they would not be enforcing the new mask mandate, L.A. County really has no choice but to follow suit. You like that, folks? That is power in numbers, and it happened in the ultimate blue state, in the ultimate blue city, and Patriots won. All you have to do is not comply. Folks, we are 170 rumbles away from 1,000. If you're watching on Getter, sign in on Rumble real quick. Give us that rumble. Come on, man. We're almost there. And by the way, we're only 260 or 270 people away from 30,000 total family members. So let's kick it into high gear, folks. We got good news. We're reporting good news. We're showing you all you have to do is say no, and we're going into the future optimistic. You want some more good news? I got you. Wait right there. Jim and Joe Hoft, who run and operate the Gateway Pundit, who, by the way, the Gateway Pundit has become one of my main sources for breaking news. Why? Because the Gateway Pundit is absolutely killing it. You've got your Epic Times, okay? You've got your Revolver.News. You've got Just the News. You've got Disclose TV. You've got Breaking 911. You've got The Federalist. You've got Gateway Pundit. All these people have taken over conservative media. Actually taken over media completely. Not just conservative media. Media completely. It's just where conservatives go to get the truth. And folks, what the Gateway Pundit is about ready to do is going to blow your mind. They are literally filing legal action and going after to unseal the identity of the global elite scumbag sex trafficking pedophiles that abused and trafficked minors on Jeffrey Epstein's sex client list. Since the judge wouldn't do it in the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell case, and since these Hollywood elites and these pedophiles won't talk about it, and since no major news organization will talk about it, Jim and Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit are going after Epstein's list, and they are going after it hard. We're coming after you even though you're dead. We know you didn't kill yourself, but we want to know who had sex with all those kids, and we're going to find out. Following story is by Jim Hoft. Everyone knows about Jeffrey Epstein, he says, and everyone knows that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. But if you had questions about his death, you're out of luck because the video cameras just weren't working that day. Everyone knows that Epstein and his partner, Glenn Maxwell, were degenerate villains who groomed and trafficked young girls to be used and abused by Epstein, his clients, and his very powerful rich friends. Everyone knows that. Epstein famously died by suicide before he could go to trial. However, Glenn Maxwell was convicted of sex trafficking minors in December of 2021. No less than 23 women testified in court what Epstein trafficked and, that Epstein trafficked and abused them. Four specifically testified that they were abused by Maxwell as well. But even today, the identities of Epstein's sex clients remain totally unknown. Kind of. We know some of them. Stunningly, no media outlet in the country has petitioned a court 
to unseal the identities of Epstein's clients. Where are you, New York Times? Where are you, CNN? Better yet, where are you, Fox News? It's almost like corporate media is protecting the disgusting sexual abusers, probably because most of them work for these corporate media outlets. Simply because the victims alleged Epstein's clients consisted of powerful businessmen, politicians, former presidents, prime ministers, and other world leaders. However, today the Gateway Pundit is changing this. Gateway Pundit lawyers Mark Rendaza and Joy Woolman of the Rendaza Legal Group, along with GP General Counsel John Burns, have filed a motion to intervene in the Jufri v. Maxwell case in the United States District Court for the District of New York. And the Gateway Pundit is asking the court to unseal all, and I mean every single record, identifying Epstein's sex clients. And you can read a a copy of the brief if you go to the Gateway Pundit. The Davos global elites don't want their own to be exposed. The fight to unmask this sicko Epstein client lists could prove to be an epic and costly battle. Any donations to the Gateway uh, Gateway Pundit's legal funds are appreciated. Folks, I am going to reach out to Jim and Jeff Hoft. And with your approval, and I'm going to ask you right now because this is not what the Slurp Fund is for. But currently, we keep about $2,000 in the Slurp Fund. I was thinking about releasing $500 of the Slurp Fund to Jim and Joe Hoft for their legal battle because I want so much to know about this sex client list. And we do have a right to know it. It is public record, and we should know who these people are. So if you guys have no problem with it, please let me know in the comments section on Rumble and on Getter if you approve me to release $500 to Jim and Joe Hoft. Now, normally, I don't usually ask permission uh, to release funds because it's usually right in line with what we're doing. This is different, okay? This is a different fight. So if you, uh, if you say I can, I will. Do it, do it, do it, send it, do it, do it, do it. Maybe a thousand. I don't want to do a thousand because we've got two uh, Slurp Fund recipients that we have to give out to on Monday. Make it 100, says Tom. Okay? Do it, do it. 100,000%. We replenish it for you. Do it, do it. Okay, I am overwhelmingly seeing do it, you guys. I know some of you said don't do it and some of you said less. But you're all saying, do it. So I am going to release $500, and I'm going to bring Jim and Joe Hoft on next week as guests and release it to them on air and talk about this with them. Thank you guys very much for allowing me to do that. I did not want to do it without your permission. We're at 933 Rumbles, folks. We only need 67 more. Let's get it cracking. All right, folks, we're going to move on because I don't have a lot of time, and i got a lot of news to get through. Week by week... Month by month, it's looking better for Republicans, folks. It's looking better and better for Republicans across the country. Whether it's wins in redistricting battles in court, whether it's getting more new voters, uh, new voter registries to the right, whether it's flipping voter registrants from the left to the right, whatever it is, whether it's flipping seats from blue to red like Mayoris did down there in uh, Texas, Whatever it is, folks, we are seeing more and more of signs and proof of a red tsunami coming. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, I've got more good news as uh, this is great news. Political analyst moves more House races to the uh, Republican Party and saying three to safe Republican. Let's talk about this for a minute. Today, the analyst, the, the analyst at Sabato's, S-A-B-A-T-O's, Crystal Ball moved more House races toward Republicans with three more becoming classified as safe Republicans. Democrats and the media can't stop what's coming in November. Now, I'm going to read directly from Sabato's site, okay? The race for the House. It has been roughly a month since the U.S. Supreme Court's Dobbs v. Jackson's Women Health Organization decision, which overruled past Supreme Court decisions, recognizing a constitutional right to abortion. The decision has perhaps made some difference in the electoral environment, although likely only at the margins. House generic ballot polling, which is tracked by both the Real Clear Politics and 538 trackers, is a bit closer now than it was the day of the Dobbs decision on June 24th. The former has moved from a Republican lead of about 3.5 points to a Republican lead of about 2, and the latter from GOP led about 2.5% to just about a half a point. Some individual surveys, such as recent ones from Fox News and CNN, have shown Democrats and Republicans expressing roughly equal high motivation to vote. I'm going to move on down here just to get to what... There, there's a lot of, uh, of prefacing that they're doing to get to their point. Long story, short, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, what we saw six months ago looks very, very different today. The generic ballot also has a history of underestimating Republicans. To cite just one modern example, in late July 2014, Democrats actually led in the Real Clear uh, Politics generic ballot average. That lead did not last, though, and Republicans went from to win on, uh, Republicans, excuse me, went on to win 247 House seats, their biggest majority since the Great Depression, and they're saying, from what they're, what they're, gather, what they're uh, monitoring, that we're even going to be bigger than that, like we have a bigger movement than that. The GOP gained somewhere in the 20s, it looks likely. So they're saying, based on what we already know, that there are 20 more Republicans than we've already thought we're going to win that are going to win, which puts, like I say, in between 60 and 80, House, uh, house seats swing. So big changes are coming, folks, and I want to thank those guys at Sabato's uh, Politics for, uh, for finding this and really putting this on the map because uh, it just shows us more proof that we're going to win big time. And when we take over, folks, ooh, when we take over, it's going to be a massive sweep uh, of, of, of jailing and investigating Democrats. I can't believe how much more news I got to get through, and we are running out of time because I've got a lot to do today. Hold on a minute. Before we get to Texas Governor Greg Abbott swinging back at Muriel Bowser for her statements yesterday of calling in the National Guard, we've got to give some love and some effort and some time to our sponsors. Let's go ahead and do that right now. Our first sponsor that stepped up this month again and helped fund Live from America to keep it going in the wake of all the donations that we are not getting because of the Biden economy, goldco.com. Now, I want to share a little story with you. Yesterday, Leslie Lugo, if she's watching on Getter, uh, ask her for yourself. She called Goldco. She said she cannot afford to get any money into gold or silver right now 
But she said they were so incredibly nice to her. They were so incredibly informative, nice. They understood everything that she was asking. They gave her all the answers she was looking for, and they were genuinely nice. You want to know why? Because they know she's calling from this show, and they are sponsoring conservative outlets. That's the most important thing. So if you think you can afford to do this, if you think you've got some money that you want to transition from your 401k uh, to gold IRAs or whatever it is that you want to do, or if you want to do physical gold, then reach out to goldco.com at 855-559-3433 or go to goldco.com. Just let them know that we sent you, folks. They're doing a good job in sponsoring us. And as always, folks, the ever so awesome Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens Everybody asked me what my favorite kind was. It is Wildberry. I got it right back here, folks. I've been doing it. Other people have started to do it. And, folks, you're going to save more money putting in the promo code LFA than you will signing up for any of their uh, subscriptions or anything like that. So go check them out. Try it out for a month. See if you like it. Field of Greens. We all need to get back to basics. They've been great to the show. And more importantly, folks, than anything else, they are helping fund what we're doing. And they know the show. And that means that we're cancel culture free with people that are helping us go from day to day. So check them both out and give them some love. Now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Yesterday, Mayor Muriel Bowser in Washington, D.C. actually went to the extent of calling on the National Guard to be deployed to help with the influx of illegal aliens that are coming into her city because she can't take it anymore. So Texas Governor Greg Abbott vowed to send even more illegal aliens to Washington, D.C. As Mayor Bauer calls in the National Guard to handle what she calls a dire influx and blames it on Governor Greg Abbott. How's it feel? How's it feel? Greg Abbott has vowed to continue to send more illegal aliens to Washington, D.C. as Mayor Muriel Bowser calls in the National Guard to help city fight the crisis. First of all, Greg Abbott, stop sending them inside the United States. Send them back where they came from, you gutless coward. What a gutless loser Greg Abbott has turned out to be. Although, like I said the other day, if you are going to be a gutless coward and you are going to send them outside of Texas, sending them to D.C. is probably the best bet. D.C. has been flooded with thousands and thousands of illegal aliens as Texas governor has sent approximately 5,000 Illegal aliens to the city, uh, bus by bus over the last three months. Also, another loser, Governor Doug Ducey of Arizona, has also shipped roughly 1,000 illegal aliens to the nation's capital. Washington, D.C. finally understands what Texans have been dealing with every single day. As their communities are overrun and overwhelmed by thousands of illegal aliens, thanks to resident Joe Biden's open border policy, um... We're just going to keep sending them to D.C., said a spokeswoman, Renee Ezzi. If the mayor wants a solution to the crisis, she should call on resident Biden to take immediate action to secure the border, something he has failed to do. Now, I will say this. Most of these people don't know what to do until it hits their own backyard. And then all of a sudden, it's a crisis. So for that, I guess that's the silver lining, right? Maybe it will bring some attention. I don't think so, though, because the resident Joe Biden knows exactly what he's doing. This isn't an accident, okay? He's doing this on purpose. But on July 19th, Mayor Bowser sent letters to Joe Biden and the Secretary of Defense asking for help, now asking for the National Guard to be deployed. I hope she gets none of it, absolutely none of it. 
Absolutely none of it. All right, I got to move on, folks. I just wanted to uh, to bring that to your attention that uh, Governor Greg Abbott is going to continue to send them to D.C. Now we need to move on to COVID real quick and the CDC and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube because now you've known it and I've known it. We've known it because we don't have those platforms anymore because they booted us off of them, mainly for election and COVID stuff. But now we know it for sure, folks, 100% for sure. Internal documents have been revealed that the CDC worked directly with Twitter, with Facebook, and with Instagram, and with a YouTube to censor all COVID-19 speech. Newly unearthed documents obtained by America First Legal Foundation. Shout out to them guy, those guys. That top U.S. Official health, uh, health officials worked hand-in-hand with big tech companies to moderate content related to COVID-19. The documents were released on Wednesday, and they were obtained after America First Legal sued the CDC after filing a FOIA request for documents related to communications with big tech firms. They reportedly show that the companies included Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube were repeatedly advised by the CDC on what to flag as misinformation and what and how to moderate it. Now, if you go to America First Legal on Twitter, and they may be on Getter, but they definitely are on Twitter, they've posted all of the documents on their Twitter page. All of them. One email from May 2021 shows that the CDC official Carol Crawford, C-A-R-O-L, Crawford, C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D, emailing a list of tweets to Twitter employees that the agency regarded as misinformation about vaccine shedding and microchips. Remember when all of us were getting flagged talking about shedding and microchips? Another email from one month prior, so that would have been April, shows Twitter senior manager for public policy, Todd O'Boyle, asking Crawford to help identify certain types of misinformation. The employee adds that they're, quote, looking forward to setting up regular chats on how to, misin- to, how to label these misinformers. Another instance revealed that O'Boyle commenting that it would be, quote, tricky to set up a meeting to discuss misinformation between set, uh, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, who was testifying before Congress that week. Facebook also coordinated with the agency. Crawford sent the company a list of posts containing disinformation similar to the list she provided Twitter. And Facebook gave the CDC and the, Republic of, uh, the Department of Health and Human Services $15 million in free advertising during the pandemic. You guys got to understand what I'm saying here. Facebook gave CDC and the Department of Health and Human Services government agencies who protect them from being sued $15 million worth of free advertising during the pandemic. The company, the company additionally set up a misinformation reporting channel for the CDC and Census Bureau officials to report to Facebook's team. The Census Bureau was involved because the CDC asked the agency to, quote, leverage their infrastructure to identify and monitor social media for vaccine information. Anybody who has a Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter page after today, 
after knowing this absolutely happened, should be ashamed of themselves. Now, I understand that some people use this for business. That's not who I'm talking to. I understand that some people use this as a form of communication with their family around the world, and it's the only way to stay connected. That's not who I'm talking to. I'm talking about the casual Facebook user. I'm talking about the casual YouTube user, and I'm talking about the casual Twitter user. user. You should delete your accounts today and run as far as you possibly can from these scumbags because they worked with Google, who owns YouTube as well. And they did it to ban me and every one of you from their sites. Bounce. Be gone. This is illegal. And I call on all representatives in the, in the uh, House of Representatives and all state senators to get on this and get on it now. And I call on little loser, dorky, dweeby Merrick Gardenome Garland in all of his illegitimacy to actually investigate real crimes instead of moms and dads who go to school board meetings. We know that you were a loser in school and you got your lunch money taken because you were such a dork, but you don't have to take it out on the rest of the world. Moving on. I got some good news for our service men and women in the Air Force. As a federal judge, a federal judge has literally uh, blocked the Air Force COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Yesterday, a federal judge uh, issued a preliminary injunction to block the enforcement of the Air Force's COVID-19 vaccine, excuse me, vaccine mandate. The United States District Court for the Southern District of Ohio ruled that the military branch may not force religious objectors to get vaccinated pending the resolution of the Doster versus Kendall case in full trial. According to a press release from the Thomas More Society, big shout out to those guys. We got some friends over there. The ruling follows a separate ruling in the Air Force officer versus Austin in which a federal judge in Georgia temporarily blocked the Air Force from requiring a specific officer from getting vaccinated against religious objections. Thomas More Society lawyers represented the anonymous officer in that dispute as well. Thursday's ruling, however, has considerably far more reaching implications as it bars enforcement of the vaccine mandate for all religious objectors provided they submitted a religious accommodation request prior to the issuance of the injunction. It also extends the enforcement prohibition to reservists, National Guardsmen, Academy uh, Cadets, and Space Force. Thank you to that federal judge. What a great thing that he did. And uh, we'll just keep, uh, keep an eye on that and keep fighting, okay? I've got one more good story, and then I'm going to leave you with a smile, so please don't leave yet. Two lifelong Democrats are now running for re-election as Republicans, ladies and gentlemen. It does not get better than this. Two lifelong Democrats are now running for re-election as Republicans as the border crisis worsens under illegitimate resident Joe Biden. So the border crisis is not only pissing you off and me off, but it's also pissing off actual Democrats that have not gone Marxist and communist yet. In a report from the Center Square's Bethany Blankley, Terrell County Judge Dale Carruthers and Presidio County Judge Cinderella Guevara, two females in Texas border communities, said that they are sick and tired of Biden's open border policies destroying their small communities. Quote, the single reason they switched parties, they say, is because the Biden administration policies led to more than 2 million people coming through the southern border from over 150 countries. 
The costs and crimes stemming from open border policies, increased human trafficking and smuggling of people, weapons, drugs, and guns to their communities and have prompted them to say enough is enough and do something about it. So they have switched from Democrats to Republicans. How many people you think are doing this across the country? Millions, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely millions. My daughter, who just walked by, who's also half Mexican, just stopped and looked at me and shook her head with a smile. Shook her head with a smile, and she wants to build the wall too. Not my, my stepdaughter, by the way, but my daughter. I call her my bonus daughter. And there she is smiling right there. I love it. I absolutely love it, ladies and gentlemen. And like I said, if it's happening there, it's happening across the country. Lifelong Democrats bouncing and going to the Republican Party. I absolutely love it. Okay, are you ready to laugh? Are you ready to smile? I got a couple videos here to show you. So hang on with me here real quick. The first video I'm going to show you is something that I found on True Social. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I love the guy who makes these videos. And this is the, uh, the Democrats that we are going to lock up someday. I promise that. We will lock these losers up one day. Here we go. It's a new John Rich song. I love this guy. Save a cowboy, ride a horse. There's a hole in this country where it's hard used to be. And old glory's divided on fire in the street. They say Bill and Mac better will make America great. If it's the wave of the future, all I've got to say, take your progress. Keep your big mess away from me and mine. And if you leave us alone, well, we'd all be just fine. Take <laughs> yeah. your progress. Well, He's talking about your butt. Take <laughs> your progress right in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Before we get to the next video, I want to say happy 39th anniversary to Nancy and Richard coming up tomorrow. It is their 39th wedding anniversary, and that, that is inspiring. Big shout out to you guys, and I hope you have a wonderful anniversary. Now, for the next video, folks, it's going to leave you with a smile. Now, this is an older video because it does highlight uh, Judas Mike Pence, but it's not Mike Pence that's the funny part about this video. It's the, uh, it's the message of the video that I found funny. Check this out. Hey kids, you hate Tinker? Yeah! Then get the brand new androgynous action person, G.I. Pack! Cool! G.I. Pack gets rid of all the fun and excitement of G.I. Joe's and replaces it with self-righteousness and anger! This dino won't tell me its pronouns! Take this, Nazi! G.I. Pack comes with awesome accessories! Like a commuter bike, a sword latte, and a cell phone with instant outrage self-reaction! Pro-life people should die! But look out! Here comes G.I. Pack's greatest foe! Marriage is between a man and a woman. Mike Pence! Mike Pence and the evil right-wingers will stop at nothing to destroy G.I. Pack, and it's up to you to fight back! I won't share a meal with another woman unless someone else is present. Right side of history! <laughs> I'm dead. Now you know your gender identity, and knowing is half the battle. 
<laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Get GI Pat today. I, the, the greatest part of that video is when she's talking to the T-Rex and she's like, this T-Rex won't tell me his gender pronouns. Get away from me, Nazi. <laughs> Oh, unbelievable. And they were right. Judas Mike Spence is a uh, is a uh, extreme loser. That's for sure. Anyway, folks, that is actually going to do it for today. I will tell you not to forget, ladies and gentlemen, that um, to add to the uh, MyPillow.com, there's also MyStore.com slash LFA. And you can go there and you can shop and use that in place of Amazon. Go to MyStore.com slash LFA. And, of course, all the buy one, get one deals right now on MyPillow.com. There's a bunch of those going on. Mike's constantly, constantly got deals. He's the best infomercial guy, isn't he? Anyway, folks, I did it by myself today without Eli. I guess we can fire him. Yeah, right. Never. I'd never be able to do it every day. Anyway, thank you for all the donations today, you guys. It meant an absolute, um, it meant so much to me. Donnie, Patriot Donnie, back in. Wow, what a great man. Greg77, thank you very much. Barb, thank you very much. Take time to find truth. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mary and Glenn from Tacoma. God bless you guys. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep that head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m. with Wendy Rogers for more Live from America. Till then, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. Peace. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we want